Hi, I'm Jill Weed King, and this is the third episode of Song and Scuffle. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Song and Scuffle is a podcast for people who struggle with faith. I'm a Christian, and one of the ways I process the questions of faith and life is through writing and singing folk and blues songs. In this podcast, I'll share some of those songs with you. It's my hope and prayer that you will be encouraged in your faith as you listen. Last week, we talked about the idea that God doesn't always answer prayer the way we expect him to. We looked at a biblical character named Jonah who disagreed with the task that God gave him to do, and he chose to run away from God instead of obey him. God put him in an aquatic timeout for three days and three nights, and this changed Jonah's attitude. When he was able to pull the seaweed out of his ears, Jonah came to his senses and realized that he was not in control and that God was. He prayed a very humble prayer, and God heard him. The story convicted me about my own tendency to run from God and let my anger stifle my prayer life. Today's episode is about plowing up the hard ground of the heart. This week's song is called Cut to the Chase, Chick. In it, Jesus leans over to put his ear on a woman's chest. I guess the woman is me. He puts his ear on the woman's chest to listen and see if he can hear a heartbeat. The woman is breathing, but she's cold. At the time I wrote the song, I was actually thinking about another person, a person I thought had a cold heart. But then I took some time to look at my own. This was not particularly comfortable. I had to ask myself, do I have a cold heart towards some things and some people? The answer was yes. So if this song is about me, The title, Cut to the Chase Chick, doesn't really fit. I mean, I don't think anyone would consider me a chick. But here's something to consider. With God, a thousand years are like a day. So to him, maybe I could be considered a chick. This week, I challenge you to think about the question for yourself. No, not if you're a chick. But if you, like me, have a chilly internal temperature at times. I hope you'll be encouraged by a passage I'll share from a book by Christine Kane. It's called Unashamed. In her book, Kane describes how gently Christ has brought healing to her hard and wounded heart and has turned it from a cold block of stone into a healthy, loving heart. She describes how her life has been transformed from one overshadowed by shame into one of abundance and fruitfulness. I'm going to play the song now, and then I'll read from her book. Here's Cut to the Chase, Chick.
Ezekiel 36:26 God says, "I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh." God is promising to give us new hearts and new spirits. He's committed to removing our stone hearts and replacing them with healthy, beating, fleshly hearts. What might be making my heart so hard, so hard that God needs to replace it? As I mentioned, I've been reading a book called Unashamed by Christine Kane. In the passage I want to read to you, Kane is describing the state of her heart. She is forced to look at it when one of her employees, a young woman named Joanna, resigns because she finds it too difficult to work with Kane. In this passage, Kane mentions Youth Alive. It's a program designed to build resilience among teens and young adults by equipping them to make healthy choices. It's a program she started and runs today. I'll pick it up where she's describing the physical heart. The physical heart muscle, fed by arteries, pumps and regulates the blood flow that carries oxygen and nutrients throughout our bodies. If we exercise that muscle through cardiovascular workouts and feed it healthy nutrients, it grows stronger. But let it languish and feed it toxins? And we all know what happens. The muscles grow weak and the arteries get clogged. The same is true of our spiritual hearts. The heart is the seat of our passions. It drives and compels us to be who we are and act as we do. It is the essence of our character. So what happens if our spiritual heart is fed toxins and we, get, and we let it languish? It grows weak, gets clogged, 
and sends those poisonous toxins pumping through our lives. When shame has been pumping through a heart, over time, the heart itself grows toxic. When we are wounded, we leak toxic waste, and that waste poisons us and the people around us, even when we are completely unaware of it, just like I did with Joanna. The reality is, hurt people hurt people. I'm going to skip a little passage here and keep reading. Many of us have been hurt, suffered offense, and then lived with it, unforgiven in our lives. All of my shame-filled brokenness and patterns of behavior were hurting my staff at Youth Alive, but I didn't know it. I'm skipping again. Later she says, I know what it is to find all sorts of toxins clogging my heart and pumping through my life. My heart was choked with perfectionism, unforgiveness, bitterness, guilt, and anger, and I was taking it out on Joanna and the rest of my team. When we carry toxins with us, no matter how hard we try, we still leak them, infecting those around us, ultimately destroying the relationships we value. We feel the painful gap between what we know should be going on inside of us, love, forgiveness, kindness, joy, patience, peace, and so on, and what is actually going on inside of us, anger, blame, impatience, jealousy, turmoil, judgment, suspicion, and so on. After Joanna came to me, I got personal with God. I talked with him about my scariest, ugliest thoughts, feelings, and memories. I chose to be vulnerable, something shame teaches us not to do, and seek counsel and accountability from seasoned, trustworthy mentors. When I did, God began to cut through my thick, hardened defense mechanism. None of this was easy. It's difficult to allow God to cut through our defense mechanisms that have been clogging our hearts. But as I allowed the Lord to heal my heart, my faith, strength, and courage rose. I turned from constantly trying to protect myself by controlling every detail of my life to giving myself over to the Lord, bit by bit. A supernatural, divine exchange was occurring. God was replacing my clogged heart with his heart of flesh, because healthy hearts create healthy, fruitful lives. That exchange began subtly, but over time I grew from a person with a wounded heart to one who began to have a capacity to help others. After all, only free people can truly free people. Yes, hurt people hurt people, but helped people help people. Broken people break people, but rebuilt people build people. Shattered people shatter people, but whole people restore people. Damaged people damage people, but loved people love people. Wounded people wound people, but healed people bind up wounds. Bound people bind people, but freed people lead others to freedom. End of quote. It's a wonderful book. I highly recommend it. Again, it's called Unashamed by Christine Kane. I'll put information about it in the show notes. If it's true that that which is hidden does not heal, and if I want to be healed and whole, then I guess I should stop hiding. In Matthew 13, 15, Jesus quotes a passage from Isaiah. He says, For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, 
and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Jesus wants to heal us. He wants to have genuine, honest conversations with us. Think about it. He's omnipotent and omnipresent. He made us. He knows our thoughts, our deepest secrets, whether we like it or not. So why not be honest? He knows everything anyway and still loves us. It's hard to believe, but the Bible says it's true. In Romans 5, 8, it says, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's amazing love. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come. Today's episode has been about the state of our hearts. Are they cold or wounded or bitter, hard? Jesus wants to heal them. Christine Kane testifies to this fact. She has experienced firsthand Christ bringing healing to her hard and deeply wounded heart. Through her books and ministry, she now helps other hurt people to heal. Imagine for a minute that Jesus has just put his ear to your chest and has listened quietly to your heart for a few minutes. Imagine him pulling back, looking into your eyes and saying with love in his eyes, Child, life starts here in your heart. He taps your chest gently and then goes on. You have to keep close watch over your heart because everything you do flows from it. You don't need to try to hide your heart from me. In fact, you can't. I not only see you, I can see right through you to your thoughts and your heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from me. Don't think that I don't notice your hardness and your resistance. I do, and yet I love you. I understand you. I know where your hard heart comes from. Let me give you a new heart and a new spirit. Let me remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I can help you open your eyes to really see, your ears to really hear, and I can help you turn so that I can heal you. I have plans for you. You are mine and you are precious. How did that go? Could you imagine Jesus saying those things to you? Well, he does. Every one of those promises is for you from God. He says it all in his word. I'd like to offer a prayer for us today. Jesus, thank you for caring enough about me to listen to my heart. Thank you that you love me, even though you see my coldness, my resistance, and my cynicism. Thank you that you're big enough to take my questions Thank you that you extend grace and patience to me even as I wallow in ugliness and self-pity. Thank you that I don't have to be all cleaned up and perfect to approach you. Open my eyes and help me to really see and perceive. Open my ears, help me to really hear and understand. Soften my cold, hard, and rebellious heart. Holy Spirit, lead me in the way you're calling me. Give me ears to hear and eyes to see. Amen. Until next time, stay in the scuffle, keep a song in your heart, and an honest prayer on your lips. This I call to mind, and therefore I have hope.
never come to an end.